Oh, Holy that was... fuck, that was nice. The same 128. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a match. <sighs> no, screw you. Whatever. We here. We were recording. We're here. All right. Word. Yeah, we. I, I. I think we are. I can't even see Zancaster. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, this, this is going to confuse note, the fuck out of me. You are listening to. The Micro Machines Podcast. My name is Callum, and this week we are going to be talking about our International Summer Summit for 2023. Shall we do some introductions? Yeah, so you got Callum 2.0 here, the uh, Kiwi <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, and I'm down down here. I have a much-needed Hogs 3 bourbon straight. Next. Uh, you've got me, Garrison, out here in Kansas, just uh, ready to record. And then you got me, Callum. Um, I'm out here in Auckland sitting beside Don. Uh, yes, let's get on with it. <laughs> I'm not drinking anything because I, I waited all night and uh, now I have no drink. Okay, so who's going to... I think Garrison, this was your Garrison, little... No. You're the group build guy, so... Yep. Oh, just wait, Don. Just wait. All right, so this is the Cold War group build entries. These are all the recreationals. Uh, yeah, send it. First, you got Don, Trash Panda, Don. Donny Boy here. He has made a Hobbycraft CF100 Mark IV-B, also known as the Canuck in 72nd scale. All right, next we've got uh, Sheriff, 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 whatever the fuck. Sheriff, Sheriff. 013, Ravel, T55AM in 72nd scale. This is actually pretty dope. It's uh, hand-painted, if I'm not mistaken. That is a very cool color scheme. That is, that is I love that cow, camo. That is cool. And it's hand-painted, which is well done. So what was he basing it off? Is this a Cold War Syrian or no, um, uh, Afghanistan? or Somewhere in the Middle East, I believe. Yeah. Nah, th- this is a really cool build. I, I love that camo. It is really cool. It's got the match comparison, too. See how tiny it is? I mean, he's doing higher detail in 72nd than I do in 35th, so, you know, more props to him. Oh, facts. And also, like, you know, the T-55 is the tank of the Cold War, you know. Oh, 100%. Does it get more quintessential than that? No. Nah. Yeah. Uh, you've got Callum's 148 scale F-86A Sabre. Callum, talk about it. So this is a Lindbergh kit, uh, originally tooled in 1949. I built this as part of the uh, models for Heroes 48 and 48 group build, which, you know, I did not complete at all. Hang on. Where's Don gone? Don's uh, computer died because he's out here in Canada and Canadians aren't allowed to have good internet infrastructure. He'll be back. Yeah, you don't have that nice fiber optic that, you know, we have down here. Oh, we have fiber optic. It's just that we we get screwed over every chance we can. Yeah. So it took me about 48 days to finish this. Well, get around to finishing it. That, uh, so usually, you know, the the color scheme is uh, with yellow stripes. I decided to go with gold. Do you know what gold paint that is, Dennis? Uh, AK Extreme Metal? New. That is... Um, you, you know how I got that um, Apollo lander for my mum no. for 
Mother's Day and it, it comes with all the no. paint, including gold paint? No, 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 no. no. It is no. that paint airbrushed. I managed to airbrush it. Holy what shit. What did it with? Water. Huh. Wow. Well, there you go. It looks yeah. good. So, it, I mean, it took like six coats, but it actually builds up really nice. As long as you mix it well, it, it it's honestly oh. not bad for airbrushing. No, it looks oh. good. There you go. Airfix yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then the uh, the the silver that I did for that, that's two types of silver on there as well. But, well yeah. uh, next, you've got my little entry. It's a 1 and 3 fifth scale AFE club weasel with a toe. It's a what if Cold War. The German troops in southern France taking a break, uh, getting some water, and playing with a puppy. I did like this uh, weasel you did. It was, it was cool to watch you build it. Thank you. Yeah, it was real fun. Had a good time. Um, if you want to see more of that, go check out my YouTube and Instagram. And this one was made by Paul Gallagher from our Discord server. Uh, this is uh, and Patreon. really interesting. Yeah, and our, one of our Patreons. Thanks again, Paul. Uh, this is his Ryefield Models 135 scale T3485. Uh, and this is one that's actually based off a real tank, uh, the People's Volunteer Army of China, tank number 215. So for some backstory, uh, this was basically a propaganda uh, tank that was had during the Korean War. Uh, basically, it was this tank that was rumored to have taken out a great many American vehicles. So uh, he's made this really, really interesting scene here. And uh, yeah, it's some fa- fantastic work. Good stuff, that- Paul. That is yeah. really cool. I, I, he he never face like his stuff is always so creative. Oh yeah, he does some really cool stuff. Yeah, I've chatted with him a bit, and now I, I like his builds, and this one is uh, definitely stands out. I'll give him that. Oh, absolutely. I do like the uh, color modulation on that tank as well. That's pretty good. So I got a second entry because um, apparently I, I was in the mood for a lot of Cold War stuff. So I also did a CF one hundred Canuck, although I. I did it before Don did, so, you know, he copied me. Um, and we can both agree these are terrible, terrible kits. Like, diabolical. Um, <laughs> just as well, I only bought the kit for like five bucks. But, hello? Holy hmm? shit, he's back. He's back. Hello? Back. Hey! We had, we had to move to alternate uh, technological solutions. Hmm. He's using dial-up. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck, I might as well be. Hey, look, it's the uh, Droopy Dick uh, Canuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, unlike Don's uh, kit, my one, the wings uh, have a nice little droop to them, and I couldn't fix it because the plastic is diabolical and shit and overly brittle and does not like extra thin that much as well. Did you did you find that, Don, with the, the hobby craft? The, the plastic's weird. No, I didn't have any issues with the plastic. The couple of reviews I looked at, um, guys would put a uh, like a brass rod through to strengthen the wing joint because that butt joint is hot garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think the wing is entirely your fault. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, who's to say? But yeah, so I just went because this, uh, the so the kit I had had either Canadian or Belgium markings. I couldn't bring myself to do Belgium. It didn't look cool cool enough. You know, the, the Canadian um, decals look a lot better. And yeah, this is my second Canadian thing as well. I'm trying to buy my way That's into awesome Canada. <laughs> All right. So uh, next we've got the Cold War group build entries for the competition. 
So these are entries that people wanted to submit for the prizes. Uh, the first one we got here is Dump Trucks to me a 35th scale Comet. Dennis, I'll let you take this one away. Yeah, so basically a uh, Dump Truck here, he uh, submitted this very nice looking Comet representing a basically a conceptual vehicle that would be serving with the British Army of the Rhine in West Germany in the uh, 40s and early 50s. He did a really nice job with it, and I definitely like the uh, weathering he did on the wheels especially. You know, it, It's subtle, but it's very good. Yeah, because by, by that time, it wouldn't be, you know, thick mud, sort of winter or anything like that. Would it just be more dry dirt? So, no, I think I, I agree. This is a really good, this is a really good one. I do like the netting on the front as well. Yeah, that was well, very well done. All right, next up, we got Treadhead89 with his Ravel 1272 scale M60A3. In, uh, I think this is a... Another West German tank, uh, well, American in West Germany, and it looks like he's uh, made a training vehicle. Uh, he did some really cool work with this, mostly out of the box, but I do know that he did some scratch building, such as that blank fire adapter on the 50 cal. I was wondering oh, yeah, what that, that was. That was really cool to see him do that. I do, I do like a whitewash tank, and this, this one's really good. I do like this one. So well done, Treadhead. Uh, next, we've got Hotshot303. He's done a 70s to 80s New York graffiti crisis boxcar in uh, 1 to 87th scale. I uh, did two of them. One has a Thomas. Is that what that says? Atomic. Oh, that's a K, not an S. Fuck me. Get my glasses on. Hang on. Uh, yeah, the weathering is fucking top tier on this one, in my opinion. Uh, the graffiti looks really cool. It's uh, pretty convincing. And it looks like every other box car you see here in the states. Yeah, that that, that is cool, and definitely thinking outside the box when it comes to uh, like Cold War group build and stuff like that. Oh yes, so well done, Hotshot. Next up, we have Pukara Models with his Airfix One Do Seventy Two Scale A Four Q Skyhawk, and this one I believe he has represented a specific aircraft, a Three A Three O Five, from the Argentine Armada during the Malvinas conflict. Uh, this one was really cool because not only did he make a very nice looking aircraft, but he also posted it on this really interesting force perspective scene as it flies towards what I can only imagine would be a, a ship uh, firing any aircraft guns at it. So really, really well done here. Amazing composition. And uh, that's a really dramatic model. That, yeah, yes. I, li I like this one. This is this is cool. He did really well in the uh, pilot as well, uh, especially sending in references of uh, the helmet and how it's colored and stuff like that. This is, uh, I mean, we all like a good scooter. Yeah, especially for seventy uh, second scale, the work you put into this, like, I I love. This is probably this is my favorite aircraft scene that came through the uh, the group build. Yes, yeah. I love it. Great this stuff. is really good. Can't wait to see what else he does. And uh, so we've got the winners for this year's, or this year's, this uh, group build. So third place will be, you get your choice of 50 resin printed spent rounds, whether they're anywhere from 100 millimeter, 25 millimeter, or 7.62. And then four custom resin printed Canadian infantrymen in either 72nd, 48, or 35th scale. And uh, who has come third place? Waz. Woo! Good shit, my guy. Poor uh, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, man. Guy. Oh, well, 
what is there to say about this model? I think really, what is there not to say? Uh, we got was <laughs> uh, deserves this not so much not only just because this is an amazing model because it is. Remember, guys, this is one to seventy two skill. Yeah, it's not just an amazing model. We got so much entertainment watching this guy absolutely just destroy himself working on it. Uh, what he did is he took the resin kit by OKB Grigorov, which, as we all know, is very well known for its quality in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) Look, see, the reason why he got... Industry leading. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, we had to take Mark's weight because this kit was so easy. I mean, it's it's like getting a Tamiya kit, right? It just falls together. (laughs) It came to reassemble. (laughs) But no, in in all seriousness, you know, this is an incredibly unique uh, vehicle. It's very, very early Cold War. Um, And Wazik, of course being insane as he has decided to make it in 72 scale. So he has overcome so many challenges uh, that have almost made him have to quit the hobby. That's how bad this this kit was. I feel personally responsible. (laughs) Did you put him on this? I I strong-armed him into building this. Shame on you. (laughs) Man, Don, that's going to... You almost contributed to the the loss of a man's sanity. (laughs) Like if you guys, if any of you viewers were have not been on our Discord server following along with this group build, uh, this poor guy, it it's just yeah, he 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 spent so many hours of his life working on this, and to be able to overcome all the horrible issues with the kit through scratch building and just sheer willpower and CA glue, and make something that looks as amazing as this, yo, know, congratulations, Waz. This was very well earned. Especially in 72nd, because whenever I kept looking at these pictures when we were judging, I was like, man, it's a nice 35th scale build. And then Dennis is like, nah, bro, it's 72nd. I was like, holy <laughs> Christ. And he made it parade ready, which is really cool. That's something you don't see all the time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Congratulations, was. Can you imagine the size of that thing in 35th, though? Fuck. Fuck. Well, yeah. I think, I actually, I think Trump would do one. Of course they do. Yeah, that's Trumper. <clears throat> Next. <clears throat> All right, second place. They get the the newer Tamiya 1 to 35th scale US Infantry Scout set. And that second place winner is. Fucking Martin Drayton. Good shit. God Martin. damn, he is winning everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how could you not do? Like, the not only did he take an old Tamiya kit that. It's it's an easy to build kit, but it's hard to do something with it. Uh, he did a spectacular job. The diorama he made tells a story. Uh, the figures are great. The tank is awesome. The the diorama base itself is just I love it. So yeah, the uh, so he's used um, actually our sponsor Scale Keller and ST3D. He's uh, used his paint and his tracks for this one as well, so you can oh, just see did, how yes. yeah. So you can see just how well the tracks are. Uh, they are awesome. They're all because they're um, uh, movable, aren't they? Once you put yeah, them, they're yeah, workable. yeah, they're workable. Yep. Workable. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, by the time he was finished with them, they did not look like resin at all. Like they look metal. Yeah, that is they are. <laughs> if you'd like to see that. Uh, come join our discord and he's got his uh, whips and whatnot on there showcasing the tracks i think we also need to point out that i think three quarters of this was built in an airport lounge oh yes that is yeah. true yeah he, he's a hotel high model for nothing 
I know, like he he uh like we'll sit here in our nice rooms that are fully furnished for modeling and he's in a hotel and doing doing better stuff. Out of a fucking suitcase. Somehow yeah. getting paint through TSA. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think that's the most impressive part. It's under a hundred metals. It's like he's going through security. It's like anything to declare, sir. He's like just one thing. T fifty five. Well, congratulations, Martin. That that is definitely very well deserved. Indeed, fantastic yeah. composition. Great story. Yeah, uh, awesome yeah. stuff. Well, right, that first leaves place. first place, doesn't it? It does, and they will be receiving the TACOM 135th scale Russian medium tank T55A 3-in-1. But not just that. that. But not just that, because this first place prize will also be coming with, is also sponsored by Scale Colors. And you shall be getting some Scale Color paint to go with it, and some SE3D tank tracks to go with it. Yes. To make it even that better. Winner is. Winner is. Drum roll, please. Gone! <laughs> what? Yes. Why did yep. you want you to be on tonight? What? <laughs> <laughs> For actual? Yeah. Actual. Yes. Boy, I am humbled. Don, uh, Don, tell us about this beautiful, beautiful model you made. Jesus. Please. All right. Um. So and how you managed to piss someone off online about it as well? Okay, you're gonna have to refresh my memory on that. But let's let's start with the. Uh, <laughs> I will. Don't worry. Ba- base kits, the Tamiya. M577. Um, as anyone who has followed any of my builds on the server or on the uh, podcast before knows, I have a bit of an obsession with Canadian armor and Cold War stuff specifically. Uh, what did I throw at Never this? Noticed. There was, <laughs> there was <laughs> the um, resin detail set from Legend. Um, tracks are from Hong Kong Creative Works and then a buttload of scratch work. Um, it's done up as a battalion command vehicle for for Canadian Mechanized Brigade Group, uh, somewhere in Germany, circa 1980 something. It was just a, a hodgepodge of uh, of vehicles. It doesn't represent anything specific. Yes, yeah, so I remember you when you finished this. You posted it on Instagram, and some guy came out of the woodwork saying, "This was this isn't Cold War or." This was oh like yes, he was getting all salty because he was still driving them in 2006. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's right. He said, I drove these in 2006, so they're not Cold War. It's like they were built beforehand, dickhead. Yeah, the the vehicle you were driving was probably older than you. Drive it. Yeah, that oh, was funny. I mean, I'm a little disappointed you took the high road and you know didn't bitch him out for it, but <sighs> it's not my style. <laughs> Unless it's certain people in our, <laughs> unless it's certain people in our Discord. Yes, so we'll save that. I tried, for the I tried to keep a straight face. <laughs> uh, but no, I do. I do like what you did with the um, the the triangle symbol on the uh, sides with the sticky Ooh. tape holding it there. That's that's yes. neat. That is a cool detail. That's um, the Reg Four Op Four decal set from Echelon. Uh, sorry, so Reforger, is a... not Reg Four. Reforger. So is that uh, so? Is that the whole thing just one decal, or have you like added to it? No, no, no. So there's the the white square with the green triangle is the decal, yeah. and then it's just the tape yeah. on. Because in in real life, on the exercises, they were just sheets of vinyl stuff. 
Like they were sort of semi self adhesive, but if you look at pictures, they're taped on, they're peeling off, like they're not painted onto the vehicles. That is cool. awesome. That that nice little detail. Nice little detail. Thank you. The Echelon stuff is actually very, very good, and they're one of the few companies that do um reforger stuff. Nice. So highly, highly recommend. So is that um so the the top middle photo on the front there, is that thing made of wood or is that scratches I'm seeing from metal? My I don't video's going a bit blurry. What thing are you talking about? Uh, front plate. On the very front of it. Top middle photo. Like the the trim vein for the... Yeah, yeah. Are no, that's, just, that's, uh... the, that's the kit piece. That's plastic. No, but is it supposed to represent like uh, wood or metal? Oh, in real, life, in real life, they're made of plywood. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's the metal. It's um, a metal edge on top, but they're um, the trim veins themselves are made of plywood. So you, because I can kind of see what looks like wood grain. That that's why I was just having. That's why it I was is, asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's if you see it in real life, it's scratching into it and it's chipped down to a bit of wood color in some places. That's like kind of kind of like the effect of you get of plywood where it starts to get old and a bit like starts lifting off itself and sort of like that kind of thing. Well, and they get wet, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's gotcha. plenty of photos of these things doing river crossings in Germany, so they were actually getting used in an amphibious capacity. Was Hell plywood yeah. really the best material for that then? <laughs> Probably, because it's cheap, it's light, and it's easy to replace. That is true. Point. Right? That is if a point. A, a sheet of steel that size is going to be too heavy. A sheet of aluminum that size probably isn't structural enough. Well, I mean, the rest of the tank's made out of aluminum as well, so... Right. <laughs> Actually, this is probably a vehicle we should cover in an episode one day. Well, I'll yeah. you to do it, Don, since you're the expert. Fucking hardly. Yeah, but it, it, this was, uh, I think, Compared you know, to I, us. I, I, I can only speak for myself. I thought that this should be first place for a number of reasons. Uh, first of all, you took a dog of a Tamiya kit, and you made it look you know, just so detailed. I think for myself, when you added all the scratch belt pieces and all of the Canadian-specific imagery, Adding all that detail on really makes it not only visually appealing to look at, but it's just a model with a cool backstory. And yeah, I'd say it, for me, that was definitely one of the reasons why it was just, it had to be number one. Oh, well, thank you. I will say this is not a dog of a kit. It's old, but it goes together like a dream. The only bitch of an issue I had is the way that the... How about the tracks? No, the, the tracks were fine. They're fiddly, but they're fine. The way the um, box fits onto the top of the chassis. Because if you think of a regular M113, it would be, you know, half height. There's a giant seam that runs along where the top of the command box fits on that's meant to be covered up by these giant plywood things that I guess the Americans used um, that would hide the seam. But the Canadians didn't use them, so I had to putty and sand the seam for like a week and a half to get the seam to disappear. But I do remember that, watching that, yep. <laughs> other than that, it went together Worth fine. It. Alrighty. Nice job, Thanks, boys. Well, congratulations for taking out first place. Oh, yes. Man. I cannot wait to Off see what chuck. you do with that uh, T-55. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm going to have to ponder that. I've never done anything uh, Cold War Russian before. Well, there's there's three different markings in the kit, so you'll have uh, you'll have your choice. Giddy up. Isn't isn't one of them like Croatian or Polish or something? It is, yeah. Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to have to make it sub-Saharan African. 
(laughs) (laughs) Just because. All right. So up next, we've got the announcement of the upload and episode schedule from June 3rd, 23 to October 7th of 23. Uh, For the first month here in June, it's going to be the Summer Summit, which we're doing now. Uh, next week, I will be doing a overview of the Normandy campaign. More to come to that later. The week after that, we're going to take a break. Then the week after that, Dennis will be doing the Leopard Tank. In July, in July. I will uh, start by doing the Gepard. Uh Next, we will be doing the uh, the Shermans. Garrison's going to be doing that. I'll then do the Boeing X-32, which we covered in our soon-to-come uh, F-35 episode. And Dawn will on the 22nd be covering the CMP trucks, after which Callum is buggering off to... Callum, where are you going again? Britain? Uh, Italy, Glasgow, London. And also, so if you I are in leave areas, July 19th. Yeah. And so if you are uh, in any of those areas, make sure to go and find Callum and uh, give him Abuse. a wedgie on behalf of the crew. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey I, won't be around, I won't be around for the CMP trucks one as well, because I, I leave uh, July 19th. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that problem, Dennis. You and I are gonna switch. Sure, because yeah. I'm not around on the 22nd. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, so for August, Callum will still be gone on the fifth. So we're gonna take a break week, and then we're gonna come back hard with the Abrams on the 12th of August by Dennis. Then the 19th will be the 38T from me. The 26th will be dioramas with Martin at uh, 8 p.m. CST. That's when we're recording it, but uh, that's going to be a really fun one. And then, so that that's Martin Drayton, also on yes, MD mo- yes. MD scale models. That's going to be cool. Correct. Nice. Yeah, and if uh, if you didn't know, actually, I shouldn't say because I don't know if it's public yet. Never mind. Sorry, you're getting a bit breaky uppy there. That's a good thing because I I shouldn't have said what I was about to say. I'll remember to edit it out. Right. <laughs> uh, September, it's going to be. Uh, the Normandy campaign group build overview slash winter or winter announcement. September 9th, oh, I'll be doing the weasel. The 16th, we're taking a break. The 23rd, we're going to be doing paratrooper gliders. And then the 30th will be a break. Then moving into October will be the, uh, the, well, if you'll switch the slide, Dennis, so that'd be one. There you go. It'll be the fall summit. Uh, it's next, a lot of planning. It is I'm a lot impressed. of planning. Especially now, for us. We, right? we may, we're going to do our damnedest to stick to the schedule, but remember, we have our own personal lives and shit like that, so uh, we'll do our best. Uh, but for this next summit period, we have two group builds. The first one is the Normandy Campaign group build. Uh, that one is for competition or recreational builds. Your prizes, if you win first place, you get your choice of 3D printed World War II tracks and a paint set from either the Allies or Axes from our friend and sponsor Jeff. And then if you win second place, you get the the newer 35th scale Tamiya German Late War Infantry Kit. Uh, then the second group build is just for fun. It's our very own Horizon Island Defense Force group build. Uh, if you want to just throw shit together and if you want to put empty barrels on the side of a Humvee with a goddamn <laughs> uh, civilian 
fishing boat motor on the back and call it amphibious, well, by God, <laughs> the HIDF will it on the roof. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that's literally, it, it doesn't matter what it is, how stupid it is, how realistic it might be, uh, or unrealistic. It, 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 is, it does belong with the HIDF. So uh, for both of these group builds, we have categories and channels on our Discord page with all the rules explained, uh, build list sections, info and questions, submissions, all that fun stuff, works in progress. So if you want to come join us for our group builds, Go down in the description below and join our Discord. You know what? We should make uh, Don do this one. Let's see how well he does on, on advertising. Yeah, let's see. Don, give us your best uh, sponsorship. Oh, jeez. I got... No, I got nothing, boys. Um, buy scale colors. Do it. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's good. He, he summed it up. It was concise. It's to the point. Yeah. Don't make me come down there. <laughs> uh, so this uh, summit and... As always, the podcast are sponsored by Scale Colors and SC3D by Jeff Hearn. So, if you want, if you are looking for some airbrushable, airbrushable non-toxic acrylic paint for absolutely any color you want, especially naval colors, check out ScaleColors.com. You will find everything you ever want, need, or desire. And if you are working on an armor project and it has some um, not so good tracks. Uh, whether it be rubber band, Lincoln length, indie that are just too terrible. His SE3D division also does 3D re- 3D resin printed scale um, tracks. These are highly detailed, workable, and yeah, much much better than like 90% of tracks out there. So, if you want to support us, the podcast, and support Jeff, go along to scalecolors.com and order as much as your heart and wallet will allow you. Uh, just a quick note, if you do order anything because of us, uh, just let them know. Let them know that uh, we sent you over. It will uh, we'll be one way to show your support for both uh, us and ScaleColors.com. That's how you do it, Don. Sort yeah, of. no, much better. I'll, I'll take notes for next time. Sorry, Tom, <laughs> I like Don's more. <laughs> His was quick and concise, yes. And uh, uh, speaking of sponsors, we want to thank our Patreon supporters, Paul Gallagher and Lord Floki. Uh, if you want to get access to more Micro Machines uh, podcast content like outtakes and blooper reels, uh, um, go, follow the link to Patreon in the description of this video where you can become a Patreon, get access to some really cool perks and rewards, and uh, help keep the lights on here at the Micro Machines podcast. Again, we want you mean this wasn't the blooper reel? No, this is not the blooper reel. You will be in it, though. <laughs> I'll make you a blooper reel, I swear to God. Actually, I think Don, I think Don is in one of them. Is he probably? Actually? I think he is. I can't remember, but I probably swear is. I, heard his I do show up here once in a while. Yeah, Every I'm, I'm sure he is. Yeah, but yeah. So, just big shout out to Paul Gallagher who made the uh, really cool tank number two fifteen for this part, for this group build, and Floki. Both uh, all around good guys supporting the podcast. Uh, so if you just go on to um, Patreon. Search up Micro Machines Podcast. You will find us there for as little as, I think it's a dollar or three dollars a month. You know, fuck all money. You can uh, help us out. Gentlemen, that was a podcast. A uh, huge was. shout out to everyone who participated in the Cold War group build. Thank you all so much. Whether it was competitive or just for fun, there are some amazing submissions. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys at the next two group builds. Absolutely. All right. Well then. See ya. If you've gotten to this point, Ah, screw it. Bye.
Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good for long, many longer. Take care, everyone. All right, Bye. See you next one. <laughs>